Don't mind the wind chimes in the back, ladies and gentlemen. It's windy outside. <laughs> That's it. You're supposed to magnet those down. I did. Come on, dude. <laughs> it didn't work. It's, it's that windy outside. It's okay. It makes for a good intermission joke, right? And welcome back to the What's Our Verdict podcast, where we fashion ourselves cinematic judge and jury. My name is JJ Crowder. I'm here with my co-hosts, Mattson Heiner. Better Red Than Dead. Javier Ortiz. What's up, nerds? And Ian Anderson. Some shit. Today we'll be talking about the movie Bloodshot. And we're going to go through and talk about the facts of this movie. We will then... Javier's doing some random hand <laughs> gestures and it distracted the I shit did not interrupt you that time. You interrupted yourself. That's fair. But we'll keep it on because it's pretty funny that it threw me off pretty bad. Um, so yeah, we're going to go through the facts of this movie, discuss it. Uh, and then we'll give you our verdict on whether or not you should go see it. Gentlemen, let me remind you, when we get started on this, we need to go uh, spoiler-free. No would doubt. you or would you not, as it is brand new and one of the only new movies. COVID-19. Right now, yeah. Didn't affect Vin Diesel. <laughs> no, he's not, well, not in this movie. <laughs> it did in the other movie he's supposed to be in. And That's true. Well, next month. He is so much more in this movie. That but would, maybe not. <laughs> maybe not. All right, so let's do a quick synopsis of this movie um bloodshot it was released obviously friday um in 2020 and it stars vin diesel isa gonzalez sam hewn toby kebble tallula riley and lamorne morris with guy pierce directed by dave wilson it was written by jeff wadlow and eric heiserer bloodshot let's go around the room we'll start with you mattson what do you think should the people go see it should the people go see it? Well, for some of our listeners on here that obviously enjoy John Wick versus Equalizer, that was one of our more listened to podcasts. Honestly, if you like those movies, you're going to like the action in this movie, without a doubt. I had the opportunity to see it with Javier, and there were definitely many grunts and surprise moments and definitely some brutal, brutal, brutal killing that we both enjoyed. I very much enjoyed for, for that fact. Why not go see it? I mean, if you want senseless violence with maybe not a strong plot like a lot of the movies we review, <laughs> then you're going to be entertained. Low expectations are key, but you're going to have some very walk out of there knowing that, man, we can produce some great CGI murders. Ian, what'd you think? Um, I think Madsen hit it on the head with low expectations are key. <laughs> I, if you can't bring your expectations pretty low, you're probably not going to like this movie. So I don't know that I would have gone and seen it knowing what I know now. <laughs> it, no, no. <laughs> That's a definite no. Hold then. on. No. And just going back, going back to what we reviewed last week with um, the White House movies. Yeah. And I hated both of those. Is this better than that? Being bloodshot better than those? Or are you barely? Ooh. Interesting. I, I'm excited to hear from you. There's, there's one reason, and one reason only, and I'll tell you about it later. All right. On that note, Javier, the question is if people should go watch it. Yeah. Spoiler free. Did you like it? Should people go see it? Oh yeah, yeah. People should definitely go watch this. Like people like Javier should go watch. This. I am. <laughs> I'm not familiar with the comics, so if you are, I have a feeling you're going to be very disappointed. But if you're not familiar with the comics and you can overlook Vin Diesel's acting, this movie is a lot of fun. JJ. My turn, huh? Man, I feel like I'm the optimist other than Javier in this movie. So I went into this movie with low expectations. Ian and I went and saw it. And I think the first thing I said to him was like, I don't, 
I'm not looking forward to this movie. Like, I think this movie's <laughs> going to be really bad. And I left feeling like it was better than my expectations were not giving it credit for. Um, okay. And that's the, the latter half. We had this conversation walking out. The latter half of the movie, for one reason, was better to me than the front half. But if you can get through the first 45 minutes of this movie, it's entertaining for the last I'm kind of the while. opposite of that. Yeah. I'm really? Not, see, yeah. I can go with JJ on what he said. But but there's one reason why, and I can't tell you yet, but I will we'll hear get in a into moment. That. So. All right, so there's your, your spoiler-free. It looks like two that would, two that wouldn't. Um, but, yeah, especially right now, it's probably the only movie you can see that's, <laughs> that's in theaters. <laughs> in theaters yeah. So go check it out or don't, but uh, there's our lead into it. So if you have not seen this and you do not want spoilers, now is the time to pause the podcast. Go check it out. Come back and pick up where you left off so you can see whether or not you agree with us in our full breakdown. But honestly, if you've seen a Fast and Furious movie, there are no spoilers. You've seen this movie. It really isn't that much different. There's a car. There's people that die. It's just more brutal, I would say. I mean, he can fly a plane in this one. Yeah, I downloaded how to fly a plane. And get blown to bits. But if if you want to see Vin Diesel in a wife beater, it's like Fast and Furious 10. So I have a question about that. Ian... Your military background. I don't have. I was in junior ROTC. In, that, that, yeah, that's part of the uniform. It really bugged me. No, the wife beater is yeah. not yeah. part of no, it. It's part of Vin Diesel. Well, I was going to say so. <laughs> my understanding is, and again, I was in junior ROTC, so I don't know anything. And they kind of explain it on the back end why there's some shitty stuff in this whole story the first yeah. little while. But I mean, he doesn't come off the plane. You don't come off the plane, pull your uh, your. Camel jacket no. off, and you just got a wife beater well, on, he's right? The, he's, no. the, he's the boss, dude. <laughs> yeah, dude. He freaking went in there, and he went in, did it without orders. All granted, it was fake, but, I mean, what does he care? Yeah. yeah what are they going to do to him? Yeah. Well, he's, obviously nothing, because it's calling in his the shots. mind. But, yeah. Yeah. but uh, I also want to, I feel like there's a theory that Vin Diesel's nipples are, like, X-rated, because <laughs> you only see him in a wife beater. There's the occasional time you see it. But... <laughs> what does that even mean? <laughs> what are <laughs> X-rated <laughs> nipples? What does that look like? I don't know. You don't want to know. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't know, then you don't know. <laughs> are you saying you do know? Oh, man. I might. <laughs> this went south real quick. No, so, okay, so let's talk about this movie really quickly. And here's, I'll just get this out of the way, why I like the back half. And the only reason I like the back half. Winnie the Bish. Yeah. <laughs> Dude. Is his, seriously, like his sidekick that comes in, Wilford oh, Wiggins. Winston. Played by. Yeah. yeah. Winnie the Bish. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That guy, the whole first part of this movie, I was so bored. Because they edited it wrong. This is another case. I told Ian this. This mm-hmm. is another case of poor editing. If they had done it differently to where you don't know, and they left it out of the previews, in my opinion, too. If you don't know, if all you had to go over with the comic, I'd never read these comics. So if you don't know anything about it, and then all of a sudden this twist comes in. That would have been a good twist. And then on top of that, the second twist of the fact that his wife and he had been broken up for five plus years. Now, all of a sudden, this is an interesting movie for me. And then you throw in Wiggins to clean out after the fact that the twist is done halfway through the movie, right? And then the only twist they had was the wife thing. Now I've got Wiggins who cracked me up. I I love Wiggins. Me and Ian are just giggling. Every time he spoke, we were laughing. It was, And I was like, this guy is great. I want him in every movie I watch. Yeah, this should have been like... The Wigan, well, w- Wilfred Wiggins movie instead of Bloodshot. Yeah. Like, I, 
I, can I do enjoyed him that Diesel, much. But he, I liked he Wiggins. did save that movie. Absolutely. So bad. But my, my favorite part, he's like, 20, 20 quid? He just said, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. He's like, 20 quid? 20 quid? I need real friends. Or a therapist. Or a therapist. Or a therapist. We needed him in that movie because Vin Diesel's character uh, had the emotional depth of a teaspoon, basically. Well, he was Vin Diesel. Yeah. Dude, I cannot understand what he says half the time. Fair like, enough. Like, when Wiggins first came in, when they first had their conversation, you hear Vin Diesel's like, <laughs> and then Wiggins, and his, like, weird made-up accent, and then I didn't understand an exchange for, like, four sentences. <laughs> That's when he just punched someone, and you're like, okay. Yeah, I'm like, I speak that, that language. <laughs> So let's just get back to punching things again. Your face blown off, which was amazing. I will say the visuals in this movie were super entertaining. Were, like it was fun to watch. Awesome. Until the last fight. Uh, yeah, I didn't like the last fight. The last fight. fight when they go full body, like in close up of the face, oh, yeah. and it's pure CGI. So Sam yeah. Hewn, who was wasted in this movie, Casey loves him because he's in that. Uh, her show. What's that show called? Uh, Gilmore Girls. No, not that one. That one's terrible. <laughs> Did watch that today. <laughs> um, Always Sunny in Philadelphia. No, Outlander. So there's a show oh. on stars called Outlander, and he's the star of this show. That's why he got this movie again, because he kills it in this show. I'm not like it, it's a lovey dovey show, or anyway, you should watch it. It's interesting. But he got this job because he's become famous through this show. He's a really good actor. Until this movie, who, who are we talking about? The bad guy, like the bad the, guy. not not the bad guy. Bad guy, Guy Pierce is the real bad guy. The one that controls. Are you talking about the one with the legs? With the legs, legs. Uh, oh, legs. legs. And and he without the legs. Yeah, yeah, guy. Yeah, the dude with the enough. metal, yeah, yeah, with the robot legs, without the legs. Did we feel yeah. it was in character for him at the end to push the guy with the? No, I hated the, that. The no. eyes, because that, that I was like, I could tell that he wanted to be powerful and like show his dominance. But that I was like, well, he knows he's gonna die if he takes out the dude that's helping him kill Bloodshot. Yeah. I didn't like that part at all. I didn't no. either. On my notes, I wrote the Tibbs death was stupid. It didn't fit at all. Yeah, so. it just seemed very out of character. But that that that's actually one of the reasons this movie started to go south for me is that whole fight scene with the CGI. It was mm-hmm. not a good way to end the movie because beforehand, when Vin Diesel's in the tunnel, when mm-hmm. he does with the semi truck and the flares and all the guys he's fighting, the slow mo where he, I mean, the, that was awesome. That was that, that, that was, was a very cool. That fight, fight scene. scene was probably the best fight scene of the whole movie. And Javier and I were like on. We, I mean, I was on the end of my, of my seat. It was sick Dude, when they slowed stuff down. Yeah. Oh. When it starts, when he's driving that flower semi truck and just head on <laughs> hits that lead jeep, I was dude. I almost lost it. I was like, "Fuck yes, this is how we start a fight scene." So I'm talking about. <laughs> and I love, I love the part where he does a little smiley face. And looks at the guy oh, and, yeah. and, and then puts him on the window yeah, with a grenade. The grenade on that dude's chest, <laughs> oh, lifts up the oh. dead body, shoves it against a window, and just holds it there. Oh, what a baller there move. There were some crazy, like, I haven't seen before fight stuff in this movie. When like, he double kicks that dude through a car? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the car moves like 30 feet. So... One thing I did, I actually mentioned this to Javier in the movie, the, the thing I had wrapped my head around that was hard for me is because this character who was a total badass in the, the Ranger Army world, who obviously you don't take a bullet in that world, but then he gets his superpower and he's just taking bullets left and right. It was hard for me to yeah. to be like, it didn't, to me, it didn't fit his character because he was like, all of a sudden, well, I'm super powerful, I'm just going to take all these bullets. But I thought he would have been more strategic about not just being so blatantly take bullets, take knives, take all this, but then maybe I just can't conceptualize that because he knows he has nanobots, he's fine, but it just didn't seem like it fit him. 
I'd agree with that because you don't just go from all that training and this is how I engage yeah, in like the situation the window. to like, oh, I'm invincible. Not only that, but I'm pretty sure he still felt pain. And taking a shotgun to the face, like, I feel like you'd at least Oh, blink, and they showed his jaw, you know? like, out. That's so cool. <laughs> My only retort to that is that we don't actually ever learn his real origin. We just learned whatever origin he believed he had that was put there by the company. Well, I still think he came as like a. I'm sure, but he could have yeah. just been like an like an like an army dude. Not as badass as yeah, we were that's thinking. True. Yeah, he could have been anyone. Fair point. Well, I think the wife. So when he has the the interaction with his wife in the real world, mm-hmm. and and he says, "I always I came home like I I, I say yeah, I that fair. seemed real though." And he she has been said, deployed. She said, "You do always came home. I wanted you to stay, stay home." home. And so, for me, I think that indicated that he was some sort of pretty badass dude in the military. That's fair. Again, I, they do answer a lot of things. So I, and this is why I think it's a victim of editing. So, in this simulation, there was a lot of things that I wanted to lean over to Ian and go, that's not okay, right? Like, there was some things that were just, whoa, 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 whoa. And so, it was really good to get that explanation at the end to where when he realizes that all of it was fake. That I'm, and then the idiot guy was the one that wrote it. The yeah. Eric guy, he's the one that wrote that whole simulation, and you're like, oh, okay, now I get it. Because he was doing it based on what he thought militarily was cool and some badass would do. That's why I wish in editing they had done it differently to where I didn't know anything about this movie. I wish the the previews had been very simple. It's a Vin Diesel movie based on the Bloodshot comics. You can kind of see some cool action. Mm-hmm. Then leave it alone. Because I'd never read these comics, so I had no idea. I would have mm-hmm. watched this preview and been like, eh, it's another Vin Diesel, but I see so many movies, I'm going to go see this shit anyway. Then I would have really, I think I'd have enjoyed it in spite of Vin Diesel mm-hmm. had I they edited it a little bit better and had all those reveals come through and ha- not have me already know half that shit. That's a really good point. Considering that this is an origin story, I had a lot of questions about his origin. Like that first scene where he's clearing that house, he's breaching that house, right? And he goes upstairs and there's some terrorist with a dude on his knees and he has a, he's got a shotgun to his head. And Vin Diesel like puts his rifle down and then pulls out his pistol and shoots him. Why don't, why don't you just cut this two minutes short and just shoot him with the rifle as soon as you walk through the door? I didn't get that part either. That drove me nuts. Like, why not pop the guy? He's not. You've got a clear shot. His whole torso is exposed. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe there's something I missed. Yeah, did but... I miss something? No, I think it goes back to the fact that this amateur, someone that thinks they know what somebody else would do and want it to look cool... Because this guy's a tech guy, right? He's a video game guy. He's somebody that's like, this is what I would do in a video game. Just like he shot the dude in the toe. Yeah, he shot the dude. He oh, shoots the dude I, in the toe. Dude, it's the third movie. Happens I was, so I was often. thinking of Gemini Man when that I happened. Too. <laughs> yep. He shoots the dude in the toe and he pokes around the corner. He shoots him in the head. I was yep. like, it's a video game guy writing this whole simulation. And I think that's what it was. Same thing I thought was when he disobeyed a direct order. Yeah. to go in and do this and then he gets off the plane and everybody's hunky-dory and okay with oh, it yeah, yeah that's what I was, like, was, apart, I was very surprised but, but it makes sense because they show the scene later of that the computer programmer playing on his PlayStation with the screen up mm-hmm. and you know that to JJ's point I'm sure that that's what he was basing it off of and probably some movies he'd seen so I have a question for you guys because what did you think about the whole psycho killer when the scene where they killed his wife did that do it for you? Was that because uh, I'll be honest, as soon as he started dancing, I shut off and I was like, this is stupid. What was confusing is I actually enjoyed that scene, but then seeing the rest of the movie, it just didn't fit because if they wanted it to be more comical where Winston came in later and kind of added some of that, but there was a big gap in between those two where I was like, well, this doesn't seem like it, it correlates to that. But personally, I thought that scene was pretty cool. And But why did they have to have compressed air 
to shoot into her brain. I mean, I yeah, I was I'd never seen that I before. Thought, I thought so someone was going to get tortured. Thing. That's a slaughterhouse thing. Uh, that's how they. That's how they kill. That's how cows, they kill only. Uh, right? Yeah, so they'll put it. They'll put them in the forehead. If you've never seen, you ought to watch the movie It. The first part they show one actually being in the used. old It or the no, new the new version. The first part one, the Michael, the guy that plays Mike, the black kid. He that's what his uncle's doing. They're, the sheep they're popping it with, and that's the gun they use at the end against It. Don't they use it in uh, No Country for Old Men too? Yes, you see a that's, lot of that too. Yeah, um, and that, so it's really the way because it mm. goes in and it hits their brain, and it actually doesn't kill the animal; it just stuns them and allows them to continue the process of slaughtering. But um, it's really brutal and unpleasant. And but that's what that was. Yeah, only the bolt's a lot longer than that. Six inches, <laughs> more than six inches. Yeah. <laughs> not impressive. Which was nah. a stupid joke. Wait, yeah. is is six inches not? Is, is, yeah, is it not? Just so you know, lot? I I literally I I, I I may have you'd have to ask me. I think I audibly like sighed <laughs> that joke in the movie because they did it, and I was like, oh, that's the dumbest joke ever. Like, what shitty writing? Yeah, it's so like, stupid. And that's where it comes back to. I keep calling him Winston. Uh, what? Oh, Wiggins. Will, Wiggins, Wiggins. Wiggins. Yeah. I keep seeing him in New Girl. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. as soon as he popped up, I was, oh, man, saved the movie, in oh, my opinion. Did. Which he is did. pretty much the same character in New Girl. Yeah. Well, like the later seasons when yeah. he starts slowly slipping but into insanity. Going yeah. back to what Ian kind of asked at the beginning, did, did that psycho killing scene work? I think it, going back to JJ's point that the computer programmer made that scene. He made a villain that he thought was really cool and like messed up and psychotic where it worked for the purposes of their simulation, but for the outside viewer to make that believable, I don't know if that achieved, I don't know if that's what your question's getting at, if it would have taken you to that revenge level. For me, yeah. I, and the reason I asked that is for me, I felt as a viewer, I got super confused because I saw that scene and then later Bloodshot's going to kill that guy and he's super scared. And I was so confused as a viewer. I was like, is this not real? Did this not happen? Because... The individual he's going to kill is like freaking out. And I was like, if this is some cold-blooded killer, why is he freaking out? And it took me a long time to reconcile that. And if you want to... Well, the movie explains that, right? Because it he, does. He but didn't kill his wife. It does. That's why but he was so scared. There's like the slinky effect of me going, what the hell is going on? And then suddenly catching up and going, oh, now I get it all. And yeah. so there was like a good 10 minutes of me... Going like this movie is stupid. I have no idea what is happening. That was kind of an annoying part for me, where they tried to be like all ominous and like, like, like M Night twist style on me. I'm like, look, if you wanted to do that, you needed to go with someone other than Vin Diesel and whoever this Indian hacker dude is. Like, uh, just didn't do it for me. Yeah, I think, and this goes back to my original point of, I think if they'd done the the marketing for this movie a little differently. Because my problem was is I already knew that he hadn't killed his wife because I saw the preview and knew that it was a simulation. Mm. And so I was like, okay, he's scared. They tell you that in the previews? Did you not ever watch the previews? No. No, I didn't know that. I just watched like like a 10-second Facebook one where he gets his face blown off and it comes back. Yeah, so in the full preview and in most of the previews for this movie, they show the main bad guy running through the simulation and changing that guy's face and setting they literally tell you they've made him a secret assassin that he doesn't know he's an assassin literally the move the preview shows you the first reveal yeah, so stupid and, and that's what i'm saying if they had if they'd done the marketing different and not told you that and then given the bad guy the supposed bad guy the first one he kills mm-hmm. all he had to do was say a line of he has all this security and all he has to do is what did they tell him that actually made him want me want him to kill me? Or a line like, I don't know why this guy's after me. Or 
even saying, coming out and saying, you know, saying the bad guy's name, this main guy with the fake arms name, and saying he's out to kill me, my old partner, just indicating that there's a relationship there that now allows me to understand that this is a simulation before the preview. For those of you that didn't know that prior to it, that would have maybe, and I don't know, I mean, I'm not saying it would have made it good, but it might have made it so it was more of a reveal that you're like, oh, shit. That whole first 10 minutes of them making him his friend was bullshit. Whereas, it, for yeah. me, it lost all of its impact. That's why I couldn't, it was bored, because I knew the first half of this movie. The only thing that surprised me at all was the fact that his wife had already left him. That was the only reveal that got me. It surprised me when they blew up the Jeep. <laughs> Do you guys remember that part? Where he, like, kills the first guy, drives up to the plane, and... Mm -hmm. Friends are all there, and they blow up the Jeep. I don't know why they did that. But oh, they because did. he took one of the black Jeeps. To burn evidence. Yeah. Yeah. They had to make sure they didn't know he was in that There Jeep. is an entire tunnel full of evidence. <laughs> You're going to blow up the Jeep. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he blew all that up, too. Yeah, Fuck I'm you sure and your logic. <laughs> also, well, if we're talking about logic, where were the pedestrians in this tunnel? Like, oh, nobody uses this tunnel, apparently. No, that, that tunnel is for um, exchanges like yeah. that. Yeah. It's a bad guy or, tunnel. Or, it's a bad guy tunnel. Yeah. So that's he just started at the or bad guy they, tunnel. What city were they in? Did we establish that? Wasn't it like, huh, I want to like say it was Budapest like or Singapore or yeah, something? Where but where he drives out in that like old school like Ford 250 or whatever on there, I'm like, that's not conspicuous at all. Yeah. Like... <laughs> There's no machinery in it, or there's no electronics in it. Okay. Well, that was, that was that convert. I'm talking about like the pickup truck that he drives oh. out of the building where I'm like... I think they were that... in the UK. No, no. They're in the United States. You're talking about the headquarters. No, that he goes to the UK to kill the second guy and is then the meet his wife. Is his the headquarters in the U.S.? Yeah, it's in like New Super York. Super convenient or... that his wife is was in it? the UK, by the way. Yeah, very, very, very. I don't know. Oh, dude, that part... <laughs> when he meets Wiggins, right, and he, Wiggins gives him a phone, and he what types in Gina's name in Wiggins, yeah, like Gina, where Gina, and then it just like opens up maps and takes him to his Very... ex-wife's house, and she's <laughs> still using it. Garrison, well, remember, his but, last name, but to that point <laughs> but though, she's remarried. Didn't didn't he give him the phone to not tap into the RDS network, but he could have used that phone to use his nanobots to surf the web and find that out? No, the point was he, he shouldn't use in. his yeah, but he, nanobots. But he, he could, like, literally types that he gets in the car and he types in I thought whatever. he was giving that phone that he could use the that same internet capabilities to get on like the cellular, the Wi-Fi and do that, but that, I'm no, just extrapolating. Just, yeah, it was just using the phone. Like, yeah, then that's bogus then. Yeah. Well, and here's the... So here's the other thing with that. I mean... The, in the first sequences that you see him using the nanobots to track this guy, he just kind of naturally does it. And yeah. they explain it. You can't just turn that shit off. Like, if this stuff is tuned into your brain and you're, it's in your blood and you think something and they go, shit, we just read his brain waves. We now need to find Gina. Then that shit's just going to work. Like, can you, can, I mean, right. I realize they got EMP'd off, but can you just say in your brain, don't do this, nanobots, and then use the phone? I mean, how, how does that work? They don't explain that. They just, the only thing I knew that they did was, rebuild the fucker it just annoyed yeah, me there seemed to be a weird line as to what the nanobots could do yeah. and what they couldn't do and when and when well and yeah. how they ran out of juice and i'm like what the hell also yeah. so you know how he learns how to fly a plane because the nanobots just read the manual real yeah. quick i'm like i have to believe that there's more to flying a plane than reading, <laughs> than the, reading manual. the manual <laughs> <laughs> i'd agree with that 
I don't feel like I know how to drive my car because I read the owner's manual. Did you read the owner's manual? No. Nobody reads yeah, the owner's manual. <laughs> yeah, but a lot of movies go off that premise, though, so I'm not going to fault them. There's so many movies I've seen, like Limitless, like the more Bradley Cooper's brain capacity, then he just automatically knows how to fight because he saw that one Bruce Lee movie. And there's a bunch, of, there's so many movies that do that. Oh, yeah. So I'm not going to hold it against them. I think that's just Hollywood trying to simplify something to make it work in their story, which I think they do all it, the time. I'm going to hold it against them all. We'd have some really boring movies. <laughs> it's like a dude studying karate for like yeah, 15 minutes. Like, <laughs> I like the Matrix version where say, he just downloads it. The original one, the Matrix, yeah, the, is Matrix the only is... one I won't hold that against them because it was a cool way that they explained it. It made sense to me because it was a literal computer program yeah they're technically a machine in a way and so that fit and i think if they'd done this one more that way instead of having him use the internet to find a manual like if he'd used youtube and he watched a bunch of YouTube videos well, on so how they to fly could have a showed it differently. Yeah, fair. I think yeah, at that point I would have been more believed mm. than he was page by page reading the fucking reading manual. Personally, <laughs> yeah. being connected to the software world, I did enjoy. The, I thought they did do a decent job at ex- kind of showing what AI and like machine learning could do. Like once you get that kick started, how that process went about. Could they portray it a little differently? Sure, but I thought it 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 was very interesting to see how technology can surpass what the human capacity could do. And it showed to me, I was like, wow, he's like super thinker and like almost invincible in a way. Pretty cool combination. Definitely. Until the battery runs out. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, that's a weird caveat to have on a superhero. (laughs) But they actually never showed, (laughs) they never showed how he recharged it either. They said that they were like replaced the nanobots. Yeah. They put new ones in. But I thought they said they had, they could be like recharged, but that's the way it had to be done. That's what Wiggins figured out at the end. Yeah. Wiggins figured they could Mm -hmm. be self charging Mm -hmm. all the time. So they had to replace them. But the other guys, they would bring him back. And then that's when they showed the putting that tube into his chest. I gotcha. So let's talk real quick before we wrap up because I think we're getting close to this. But the one performance that I did really enjoy in this movie, uh, because besides Wiggins, was Isa Gonzalez. Oh, she was awesome. She was amazing. She is so attractive. She is very attractive. (laughs) But she can act too. And I knew he would. That needs to come right out. She is very attractive, but she acted the shit out of it in a very very shitty script in a pretty bad storyline. But she still pulled it off. The only thing that bothered me is the fight she gets into to when she saves Wiggins and she's got this bright white sweater on. She oh, gets yeah. kicked in the chest, lands on her back, rolls light. around, comes up, and there's not a speck of dust on this. And I'm like, that's like the greatest fabric on the planet. Where do I get some? I mean, at least put her in a black sweater. So I don't, you know yeah, what I mean? I don't yeah. look at it and go, that sh- there should be a problem. That was the only thing that bothered th- me about her character. But think- other than that, I really enjoyed her. She was awesome. John Wick has kind of ruined those like hand to hand fight scenes for me because with that one they kept cutting it. Yeah. Right. And I'm 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 very confident that people can learn how to do you know a thirty second fight scene without having so many like cuts in it. And that one just it was impressive. Like it was cool. I think they could have made it cooler because there were definitely parts where there was a few seconds where she was like rolling around with these guys and like doing jujitsu. I was like this is really cool. But then they kept cutting in. I could have done without all that. I think a lot of that comes to budget, though. This movie spent all of its budget on CGI. Yeah, Apparently. couldn't yeah. afford to actually train them. They for didn't have any money at a time to get well, her to. One thing I want to bring up to you guys that it, it's funny because we're we're about to embark upon Westworld. I thought this movie actually brought in a Westworld morality concept here because we're talking about her um, Isa's character and how she basically was. They were indentured servants in a sense, 
And she looked at uh, Bloodshot Vin Diesel's character and just saw that he was basically a killing machine and started to have sympathy for him. And she was getting annoyed about the process of basically repeating herself in a Groundhog Day moment over and over and over again. But we know uh, the bad guy in this movie could shut her off. And I just want to portray to you guys, uh, what did you think about the moral implications about her decision and just that kind of indentured servitude type work that these soldiers were put into? Did that resonate or is that kind of not believable? I think you definitely had a spectrum because you had the one, I can't remember his name, the without the legs. The legless guy, I think. Who was was enjoying it. And then you had Tibbs, who was kind of in the middle. And then you had um, KT, which that drove me nuts, by the way, really quick. Like, just call it Katie. (laughs) Well, here's the funny part. KT. Is in the the listing of the cast, like it's Katie slash (laughs) KT. But I think there was a spectrum of it. Uh, So you kind of got to see the different directions or decisions that were being made based on the situation they were put in and what they were given so i think it's kind of interesting to look at it from that spectrum mentality but i don't know i it didn't grab me a lot maybe her character did a little bit with when he like shuts off her air and she's kind of trying to grapple with do i help do i not how do i go about this but i don't know it wasn't super grabbing to me i think they could have done more with it i don't know what to think about that because I hate to say this, but I can kind of understand where the bad guy's coming from when he views them as property, right? Because they were all, well, I guess not them, but Vin Diesel was dead. And all he did was, like, get a body donated to science. And at that point, like, a body is is property, right? And then he brought it back to life. And now we kind of have this weird Frankenstein-esque problem where, yeah, now he, he was dead and he was property. You bring him back to life and he's sentient again does he still have the original rights that he had before? And I think that is something that maybe they should have explored a little bit more. Yeah, I don't think they expounded as much on the moral implications, but I think the Javier's point that he's always harped on is, is Vin Diesel the character to really bring that no! to light? No! Vin I don't Diesel's think so. not the actor to do no. anything, no. unless it's the Deadpool from like the X-Men Origins with his mouth stitched closed. <laughs> Vin Diesel would have rocked at that. You, you know, it's funny that you say Deadpool, because I would love to have seen... I've been trying to figure out, because I think it was you, it was either you or Ian or Casey that I said... I, I would have loved to have seen this movie with someone other than Vin Diesel because I would be interested to see like how Ewan they McGregor. play this character. Not Ewan McGregor. <laughs> um, but I, <laughs> Jesus. But I would have been okay. Like you just said Deadpool and I went, you know, Ryan Reynolds when he's being serious, like in some of his more dramatic roles, that would have been interesting to see Ryan Reynolds <laughs> play that part. Some of, I think he could have had some really good back and forth with uh, Wiggins. That would have been funny. The conversations i think that kt and he had could have been interesting definitely more interesting with the conversations with guy pierce because guy pierce is phenomenal but he was so wasted in this movie because no one around him could act except for isaac Gonzalez. so but anyway i think that would have been interesting to see someone else but to your point matt's and i really liked i didn't look at it from a moral perspective when you say that i liked the fact that she was turning on him and wanted to help him out what I really liked about her character twice is, one, she didn't fall for the same trick twice. I really liked that she figured out how to not get turned off. And then the second Wiggins. piece. Yeah, yeah. And then she just starts <laughs> pouring like gas because it doesn't affect her. Yeah, it doesn't I, I love mm. that part. Yeah, I love that. And then I really enjoyed it. I didn't say this to you, but when we got out, my thought went, 
I'm so glad they didn't kiss at the end. Oh, I yeah, thought that same too. thing. Because I thought they were going to, and I was like, oh, don't make this shit worse than it yeah. already was. And then they didn't, and I was like, sweet, she didn't fall for that bullshit. Because I, I was like, I just don't want to <laughs> see that. It's it's unnecessary. It doesn't make any sense. Just let her be a good friend that helped you out because she felt bad for you. She doesn't need to have some sexual relationship with yeah. you now. Yeah. You because I respected you, that. Yeah, I really, really liked that they didn't go there. She wasn't interested in six inches. Right. <laughs> I also like that they drove away. Oh, Wiggins was just like in the uh, trailer. Like yeah, they, yeah. Didn't, they didn't put him <laughs> in the car. <laughs> I like that. Just a funny Easter egg. I, I tried to point out to Javier, but on Wiggins' computer at the end, I don't know if you guys noticed, on his monitor, it kept flashing Wiggins' rules. I didn't see that. It kept flashing I'm back sorry, and forth. I that. And he had his own logo on his on his yeah, screen. It was that. like a beanie skull thing or whatever. Like it's pretty cool. So speaking of like software, going back to what you said, like being in the software world. I can't believe that the the little computer nerd that worked for the company used open source code. Oh yeah, <laughs> for this. And I'm then, glad they threw that in there though. Is like this is the reason why he was right, able to hack in. Right, that was yeah. kind of nice. Yeah. It did it, it did make it believable. You're right. It, you would not do that for that type of tech. That's no. crazy. And if you did, you would have told your superior and locked that down. Yeah, yeah. and then we just sort of glossed over that for the yeah. next 45 minutes. <laughs> good yeah. point. Bring like, that up. That's a serious problem, guys. But Wiggins is really good. Yeah. But well. to that point as well, with the hacking in, it was, it was good to see that they actually had, he had the, the, a literal thumb drive had to be put into the system because that's really how it goes. It's not these best hackers in the world can Trojan horse in from a true remote location. They're they not have like to, sending phishing emails it, they until, have to, until someone opens it. Some, something of that on-prem, like those servers that were on-premise and everything, it was believable because you had to get something in the building, load it into a computer. Then he had to do that. So I, I, I did respect that. I really, Wiggins was my favorite. He was pretty by awesome. far the best. Winnie the Bish. Winnie the Bish. Winnie the Bish. It was something else he said before the friend. I need control line. command. That was it right there. Blow up the building. Blow Why didn't I think of that? I've been waiting to see that line. Uh, yeah. Kobe, I did totally miss it. Yeah. <laughs> should we get to our ratings? Absolutely. Um, ratings in a second watch. Matson, I'll let you start. I'm going to give it a 2.5. Uh, I mean, I think we've said a lot of the, the shortcomings in this movie. It wasn't terribly well-written, well-acted. Um, I think what this movie did do well is most of the CGI leading up to the end fight was pretty spectacular. I was truly enjoyed the fight scenes. I mean, if you like John Wick or e- Equalizer for those things or similar movies, you will enjoy most of this movie for that fact. Worth a second watch? Man, that, I... I think that's the answer. Yeah. Right yeah, I say. <laughs> no, I guess no, because I want to say I want to watch it again for the the fight scenes. I probably would just YouTube those and then be done with it, because the rest of it it would be hard to go back knowing everything I know. You just get bored because the first, like JJ said, the first fifty minutes we know he's just repeating groundhog and killing people. It's the same thing, and then it ends with a lame CGI fight. Ian, you want me? Yeah. Um, I will give it a two, and I'll give it a two. I'll rate it that high because of Wiggins. <laughs> and as far as whether or not it's worth a second watch, I think instead of going back and watching the fight scenes, I'd go back and watch Wiggins. <laughs> like I, I, Wiggins I think cut he scenes? Kind of, I think he kind of stole this movie, in my opinion. Especially oh, yeah. when he comes in, like you're kind of going like, ah, why did I spend money to come and see this? And then Wiggins pops up and you're like, oh, 
this is kind of entertaining. He's got some good lines. Like he's just this funny, goofy character and hits the timing really well. And I've probably talked a little too much about Wiggins, but there were some cool visuals. Um, you know, there are other characters in this movie, right? I, this was a Wiggins movie. Get to me, man. Nuts, man. But oh, were there? <laughs> but yeah, no, uh, not worth a second watch. Go spend. Nah, well, I guess there's not anything else to see right now. So read a book. Read Fair a book. enough. Watch Frozen 2 on Disney+. Plus. There you go. Came out today, by the way. <laughs> it did. Yeah. To help us through this hard and troubling time. Yep. Literally the least that they could do. And on so that ha- note, Javier, <laughs> tell us your opinion. Um, okay. Man, rating is actually kind of hard for me for this movie because there's some moments and scenes where I'm like, oh yeah, this is a four-star movie. And then there are other scenes where I'm like, ooh, this is a one-star movie. So I think I'm going to go somewhere in the middle. I'm going to give it a three. Yeah, I'd I'd watch this again. Would I watch this again? I would watch the tunnel scene again. Yeah. So I'm with Matson on that one. I will probably YouTube certain parts of this movie, but watching it all over again, like I won't do it on purpose. But if it's like, if I'm like up at two in the morning, just like downing a pint of ice cream, and like just flipping through cable, and it's on, you know, and the tunnel scene hasn't passed, like yeah, I'll watch it. You know, when I, we started this, I was going to give it really low. Like, I was thinking like a one. But the more we talked about it, I did find some more things that I enjoyed. So, I will give it a two and a half. Uh, and I give it a two and a half for Wiggins, primarily, because he was hilarious. He made this movie for me. But then I also want to include KT. I really did like her. I liked that actress. She did really well with the character. Um, and then I, I always like to give movies a little bit of credit for something that could have been cool. I really feel like this movie could have been awesome. So don't mind the wind chimes in the back, ladies and gentlemen. It's windy outside. That's it. You're supposed to magnet those down. I did. <laughs> Come on, dude. It didn't it's, work. It's, it's that windy outside. It's okay. It makes for a good intermission joke, right? So I give this movie a two and a half for those reasons. I don't think I'd watch it again on purpose, but I'm like Javier. If I'm flipping through channels and it's on one of the premium channels and it's in a certain place, I might sit down and watch parts of it. I want to ask Javier a question, just going back to our, our previous ratings. White House Down and Olympus Has Fallen, you gave them both threes. Yeah, I would put this in the same like boat. Like, It's fun. It's a lot of fun. It's not like a good movie, but it's fun. No, I, I was just going to commend you on being consistent. Thank you. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, that is the review for Bloodshot. Take it or leave it. Go see it if you want. It has its entertainment value, but don't go looking for... An, an Oscar winning movie. It's it's definitely not that. So or any kind of a winning movie. Fair enough. <laughs> Except maybe a Javier winning movie. Hey, <laughs> wife, Javier a, a winning wife beater movie. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Ian, where can they find us? Well, if they want to listen, they can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts now, and anywhere else you can find podcasts. Um, as far as social media, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, I believe they're all. At What's Our Verdict. And, and What's Our Verdict TV. What's Our Verdict TV. For Westworld. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yeah, that's our sister podcast. All right. For when they listen to us, I should Ooh, say. Tell he, them, Ian tell did them a great email. job. Tell them our email. What is our email? Hosts at whatsourverdict.com. That is it. Dude, send in requests. Please yes. send in requests. We've gotten a couple, and I'm still looking forward to some of them. Me too. We're going to have to do them now, too, because... Yeah, we've got all the time shut, in the world. We're getting shut down yeah. on other stuff. All the movies we wanted to see aren't going to be seen anymore. So, um, definitely, to follow up on that, please check out our sister podcast, uh, What's Our Verdict TV. We are starting Westworld here in a few moments. We're going to watch the first episode and review it. 
Um, what's coming up, guys, with the movies? What's our next movie after this one? Do we have it picked yet? Should we do Should we do oh. the town? Oh, yeah. Oh, we yeah, should, we'll should do, do the, the town. town. We should do the town. That was a request. We're going to uh, do a Rochelle, request so. for Rochelle. Yep. The town. The town with Ben Affleck. So, all right, guys. That is it. That's the verdict. We appreciate you listening. Until next time. Bye-bye now. The things that went on in the... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh, God. You're going to have to cut that part I out. I am going to have to cut that out. So let's uh. pause and then I'll start back up. Um, so the part when they're in the the simulation, there was a lot of things that we saw. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not done laughing at this. Get, get, get it out, dude. <laughs> I can't even look at you right now. <laughs> Wow, okay. you're dying over there. that funny. She was crawling up this sliver of the couch that's left, and he's watching it, losing his shit the whole time, trying not to laugh Ooh, in the mic. Things get funnier when I can't laugh. They just, they just really build up. Ugh. All right, I'm ready. All right, pause. Now I got to get my shit back together. Mm, this would be a great outtake. <laughs>